Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ibera Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Protege tu motor con el aceite Premium Sintec, formulado para minimizar la fricción, el calor y el desgaste de los vehículos de hoy. Llévate 5 cuartos de aceite 100% sintético Sintec y un filtro MicroGuard Select por tan solo $33.99. Aplican límites, detalles en la tienda. Sintec, de venta exclusiva en O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com. Rollins with the heist of the century! Climb the ladder, kid! Make yourself famous! The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Oh, he's got He has broken it! Iconic moments, unforgettable matches, memories that will last a lifetime when it comes to professional wrestling. If you are talking about it, we are talking about it. Welcome to the Wrestle Chat Podcast with the Ant Man. Welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Chat Podcast. I'm the Ant-Man, your host. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Thank you for being here. If you're watching on YouTube right now and, and you enjoy this podcast, I'd love it if you hit that subscribe button. That would mean a lot to us. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or iHeartRadio, thank you guys too. Love the follows there as well. And we'd love to invite you to put some, well, the faces that we have, we put those faces with the names and join us here on the WrestleChat podcast channel on YouTube sometime. I want to bring in my partner in crime this week. He's one of the four pillars of the Man Child Chronicles podcast, a podcast designed for men by men, or should I say men, children, Michael Glavin. Welcome back. How are you, man? I'm doing great, man. Uh, great day uh, in the wrestling world. Super exciting. 
Uh, thanks for the shout out to the Man Child Chronicles. It is always a humbling uh, and honor filled pleasure to be a part of Russell Chat Podcast. So, um, being as that it's my third time here, I imagine that uh, I didn't do something so terrible to not come back. So, uh, super excited to be here, and uh, thanks for having me. It's good to have you back. Did I get it right? Is it man children? Would you consider yourself man children? Uh, man children is the um, more of the the ancient Latin term. Okay. Uh, the more Americanized <laughs> version is is man child. Um, so <laughs> so just for relevancy and and ease of American advertising, we call ourselves uh, man child. So got it, got it, man. We've got a lot to get to this week. For me, since the Attitude Era and uh, you know like the Monday Night War, this may be the most exciting time in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm that we've seen in a long time. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Um, we are back to a feeling that almost anything could happen. And uh, there, there's an excitement and a buzz that's happening um, really all over in, in multiple promotions, but especially in the WWE um, where we're sensing uh, the winds of change. And, and boy, yep. that breeze feels cool and sweet. Couldn't have said it better. Uh, we're going to call this first segment and dive in here. We're going to call it The Belt. There was a lot of speculation throughout the day on Monday after the announcement of Triple H appearing on Raw that he was unveiling a brand new title belt, but there was also no plans for Roman Reigns to be on. So that seemed kind of odd. Sometimes the dirt sheets get them right, and they did this time. Here's a clip from Triple H from Monday. Because when Roman Reigns gets drafted to whatever brand... He gets drafted too. He will take the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship with him and he will stay. On Saturday, May 27th, at Night of Champions, we will crown a new World Heavyweight Champion. First sight. What'd you think when he pulled that off? When he when he when he pulled the cloth off, would you go, eh, or did you go, oh wow? Um, knowing Triple H, uh, not personally like I do, um, we know that uh, <laughs> we know that he is a huge proponent of the classic big gold championship, and he was a prominent voice back in I think it was uh, maybe two thousand two maybe when uh, Eric Bischoff uh, reintroduced the World Heavyweight Championship on Monday Night Raw um, to which Triple H was awarded not won but awarded the World Heavyweight Championship that's right and uh, he supposedly just had handed a, it to him just handed it to him right over and supposedly he had um, a lot to do with that uh, behind the scenes and and let me tell you something I I think I had you know like a lot of people I had that gut feeling that it's going to be in some form or another reminiscent of the classic big gold, but you never know what they're going to do in this day and age of WWE. And um, boy, that, that blanket came off and I felt like a kid again because the awe and magic that existed in that, um, just seeing something that was so honoring to the classic, uh, big gold, uh, but with its modern touches and finesse, um, I'm a big fan, and 
the the belt may be on pre-order in the cart waiting for my wife not to be home one day so uh you know uh, i'm i'm trying to talk and figure out with an accountant how i can establish yeah. an offshore bank account to be able to you know hide so she this doesn't purchase. see the transaction yeah, exactly but yeah. but huge fan of this belt super excited to see um who's gonna get it well, my first thought was, man, I wonder when they're going to come out with a replica. And that took a total of about 45 seconds mm-hmm. for it to pop up on WWE shop. Yep. I'll be honest. I liked it, too. If you want to get one, it'll cost you $4.99. But right now, it's looking like orders will not arrive, for some people anyway, until November. Wow. No- one guy I saw post today said it was shipping November 9th for him. Wow. So it's it's like buying yourself a Christmas present. And knowing me, I would order it and forget about it. And so it would be a surprise. Yep. <laughs> be like, Merry Christmas I've to had me. five concussions. <laughs> I'll forget about it by next week, and it'll be great. So it's something you would buy. You do have it in the cart right now? I have it in the cart. It's teasing wow. me. It's staring yeah. at me. Um, and I'm just waiting for... Uh, I'm just waiting for a moment for my inhibitions to drop yeah. a little bit further. So, but what I really I'm wondering, what does this mean for some of the other titles, the Universal and the WWE uh, Heavyweight Title? Do these become one, and do we go back to a WWE title and a World Title? Because you remember the Universal Title was put in when they did the split several years ago, mm-hmm. and. Um, the new one is now called the world again. The second, what's it going to do to like uh, the Raw and SmackDown branded tag titles? Mm-hmm. Do you have WWE and World Tag Titles as well? They used to have those. Mm-hmm. You had a, a pair on Raw. You had a pair on SmackDown. I'll be honest. Did you have the SmackDown tag title? I did. I, I I was never a fan of that look of that one for some reason, and I can't ever put my put my finger on it. So, but uh. I, I this one a lot of it's kind of like some people think about this new world title um not in the same way but the the fact that it has the big wwe in the middle mm-hmm. of it the big logo people are pointing at that and going ah, that's why i don't like it that one i just I, it doesn't matter to me mm-hmm. i mean th- yep. it's going to be there it should be there when you see things like patrick mahomes open up his title after winning the super bowl and put that thing on his shoulder take it around the entire night take pictures with it pose with people with it that's why you put a big fat wwe right in the middle of the title that's right still got to do business has to still got to do business it was my favorite time in the brand split in the past where they did have a world champ on one show and the wwe champ on the other um and same with the tags i just wonder uh, if that's what is going to happen. We'll find out more. I know we're going to talk about the draft coming up here in just a little bit. That's our main event. Uh, we'll hit that uh, a little bit later on. Before we move too much further, I do want to remind you that WWE SummerSlam is taking over Ford Field in Detroit this August, and we want to see you there. So much so that we want to hook you up. One lucky Wrestle Chat podcaster crew member up with two tickets to the show. They're on the lower level. They are great seats for the show. I went to uh, Mania, not this past year, the year before in in uh, Dallas, and I set up in like the 200 section. These are way better than those. You're down <laughs> you're, and, in, a, in a stadium, relatively speaking, in a stadium, you are close to the ring. How about that? They're mm-hmm. on the lower level, great seats. Uh, you don't have multiple hoops to jump through to win these either. 
You just got to sign up. Head to wrestlechatpodcast.com slash summer. There are details and there are rules for you to check out right there before you sign up. Uh, we'll be giving these away coming up on July 1st. So you'll have plenty of time to make your hotel reservations and your flight reservations, things like that. So go register. Maybe someone's going to win. It might as well be you. Go to wrestlechatpodcast.com slash summer and we'll see you in Detroit. Let's jump over to Raw. We're going to back up uh, just a little less than a week. Let's run over the highlights from Raw on Monday. A random match was added to Backlash that's coming up next weekend in Puerto Rico. That's Seth freaking Rollins versus your favorite wrestler. Almost. Right? Yeah. Your favorite? Um, <laughs> yeah. Sarcasm don't, there. <laughs> don't dislike the guy by any stretch of the yeah, imagination. Um, but he's... He's a big guy in wrestling, and and unfortunately, a lot of big guys are only big guys. And, uh, you know, this is interesting. And what I love about being a modern-day wrestling fan is that the veil between story and reality is dangerously thin. And uh, to see uh, Seth freaking Rollins tweet a surprised shocked gif on Twitter in reaction to his match announcement leads me to believe that maybe he didn't know that it was happening either. And so, um, I, I hate to be this guy, uh, that, that says this as much as I do, but it, it just reeked and ooze Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And I, I can't say why, but it's just so random with no buildup, no warning. I'm not even sure these two guys have been in the same building together. <laughs> like, you know, I what wonder. I'm yeah. <laughs> and so um, am I saying it's going to be a bad match? I'm not saying that I'm saying, but as much as the wrestling is important in professional wrestling, the story is equally or if not more important. And so um, I'm a little disappointed with the onset of it. But I'm going to watch it and I'm going to be happy about it. And I'm I'm wide open to being thankful that they jumped me in in the alley and robbed me with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that if anyone can pull a good match out of almost you got to believe it's Seth freaking Rollins, right? Yep. yep. I uh, mean, that dude could what do they say? What's the saying that he could have a match with a with a broomstick? Yep, uh, and and make it look good. I think that that could happen. Uh, it's not quite. It's a big broomstick, if if we're calling almost that. But uh, I think that he can make that happen with him. Absolutely, and and I've said uh, on the show before that I believe that Seth Rollins is the Shawn Michaels of this generation. Yeah. And yeah. what everyone always said about Shawn Michaels is that he was impossible to have a bad match with. And I believe the same about Seth freaking Rollins because. I, I've just never seen something from him that I didn't like. And, and it's interesting because even now, I don't necessarily personally resonate with his uh, drip character. It's not yeah, that right. I Same. it's not that I dislike it, but it's it's for a generation that's not me. And yet I'm completely bought into what he's doing. And right. and so Seth Rollins is his own level of legend. But the only thing we can compare him to thus far is Shawn Michaels, and I think it's going to be a good match either way. 
a lot of thought was that this match was put together because uh, how mad uh, reportedly that Seth got that his in-ring time got cut on the Raw after Mania. Mm -hmm. Came out to you know, everybody singing his song, obviously, and while they were at commercial, he was sent back to the back because they cut his, his spot. And, and reportedly, again, he was very, very upset. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it was a storm out or a walkout, but I could you could see in fan video that he was upset mm -hmm. that he was being sent to the back because yep. he clearly had something to do out there. Another match just announced on Monday. He was slated to just be the host, but now taking on Damian Priest in a street fight, and that is Bad Bunny. First, I want to get your general thoughts on non-wrestler celebrities competing in big events. What's your thought on that? Uh, in the world of professional wrestling, you do not have to be athletic to be successful. You don't have to be a wrestler to be successful. One of my most favorite uh, Royal Rumble memories uh, was back in somewhere 98 to 2002, somewhere in that time frame. And it was when, it's probably number 15, 16, Drew Carey comes out to enter the Royal Rumble. And uh, a few minutes go by. It's not long. But then the next person uh, that comes out is Kane. And Drew Carey's in the ring. He has no idea what to do. And so him and Kane are standing there in the ring face to face. Drew Carey's acting, you know, like a total wimp. And Drew Carey reaches in the pocket of his uh, sweatpants or windbreaker pants and, and tries to hand Kane a 20. And, uh, and, and Kane just kind of looks at it, does the head tilt. And uh, then mere seconds later, while Kane was distracted, Drew Carey put himself over the top rope and eliminated himself from the Royal Rumble. I tell that long story to emphasize the point that that is why one of my most favorite Royal Rumble memories, and it's Drew Carey. And yeah. so, so yeah. you, you enter of all you, people of all people, you enter this situation where you have someone, you know, starting with a Logan Paul, who we talked about recently, the dude kills it. And, and the yeah. one match that I've seen with bad bunny, he killed it. And, and he has better mic skills, better ring presence, a better personality than the entire NXT roster and half of the main roster. And and so, I, I exaggerate, but you know what I mean. And uh, and so, I'm very excited and very thrilled that, that they're finding these people that can cross over. That's Man. more than just a Cindy Lauper or a Mr. T yep. or, or any classic celebrity that's been here because now you're actually merging uh, entertainment with sports entertainment. And so uh, super excited about that. And, and if, if H can keep finding people, I'll, I'll keep taking them. Way different than Pete Rose just getting tombstoned every yeah. time he comes out, right? Yep. yep. Uh, when they're yep. as good as Logan Paul and Bad Bunny, uh, as they've been in the past, I'm all about celebrities coming over and doing mm -hmm. stuff. If they take it as seriously as these two have, uh, I think it's going to be really good. There's plenty more that went down on Raw with other storylines, but there's a lot on this episode. So we're going to move on. But before I do, Michael, I, I mentioned you are, uh, I call you one of the four pillars of the Man Child Chronicles podcast because it's four guys, four best friends on this podcast. When's your next episode dropping? Uh, our episodes drop every Friday at midnight. So regardless of, uh, 
of okay. when you uh, get up on a Friday, it is there waiting for you. Yeah. And so uh, we have new episodes weekly. Right. And during uh, football season, we actually do a second episode on uh, Tuesdays. That is a sports episode. So if you're a sports fan, you get uh, bonus oh, nice. content on Tuesdays as well. Yeah. That's really cool. So uh, you just had one drop yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you talk about on this one? Uh, we Some actually, <laughs> so, uh, the one that dropped yesterday was our 66th episode of the man child okay. Chronicles. And we yeah. decided to do a super nerd shout out, uh, to star Wars and, uh, yes, the, the order 66 that, um, <laughs> that emperor Palpatine sent out to kill all the Jedi. And so oh my it's goodness. a, it's a straight Star Wars themed episode uh, with lots okay. of uh, games and trivia and facts about Star Wars. And we just had a great time for about uh, it was every bit of an hour and a half just enjoying the fandom and uh, having fun with each other all centered around Star Wars. That's awesome. Well, you can listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you're listening to this one, you can hear it there as well. And we'll put the link in the description of this podcast. You can click on that and go over and check that out after this one's over with. And uh, you're coming to video soon too, right? That is correct. Uh, We actually, um, our most recent episode taping, uh, we Mm -hmm. are currently... um, deciding on the you know some of us in the in the man child group were tech nerds and so we're not about to step into video <laughs> land unless uh we're super happy with it so we're already filming Good. uh episodes nice. making sure that everything's happening and so we'll be coming to video very 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 soon awesome well let's move over to aew for just a minute there was a great setup last week on dynamite that saw the jericho appreciation society cuff up adam cole to the bottom rope while ruby soho took a kendo stick to adam's girlfriend dr Britt baker very dramatic as it happened right in front of both adam and Britt's parents i expected this to start or at least be addressed at the beginning of this week's dynamite but no it just kicked off with bandito versus orange cassidy uh, the the jericho appreciation si- society or uh, can we just call them jazz it seems weird <laughs> but we'll call them that uh and adam cole the co- that confrontation wasn't addressed until after that first match and it was only briefly with nothing happening in the ring until about three quarters of the way through the show question here do you think that maybe some of the disconnect in storytelling or booking booking is decent in aew mm-hmm. the Connecting the dots of the stories, is it just simply the inexperience of Tony? I mean, he's a giant fan. He's like me and you with money and guys that he got together to do a group. So if you and I were booking, would we make some of the same mistakes because we haven't been booking our entire life? You know, I don't know. Um, I, I toe the line on topics like this because on one hand, I don't think that, you know, if if you pretend that wrestling is its own sub universe you know yeah. does does the universe revolve around one storyline and, yeah. uh, and and so there's part of me that goes nah it's not really a big deal at the same yeah. time when you do something so significant and serious of an angle like that you would expect it to um, garner additional attention and so um, would you and I do it I can't I can't presume to know but uh, but it felt like a slight missed opportunity um, to really hammer down on on an, on an already good thing. Um, I don't necessarily think it lost any momentum 
but but I think you know a lot of the the AEW fan base was leaning forward in their seat, really wanting to see what was going to happen here, and uh, and and it fizzled a little bit. But but I'm still excited to see what comes from it. Just for me and you booking a show was just for reference in this. By no means, Tony, if you have a chance to watch this or listen, <laughs> are we trying to get into the booking business? You're doing great. <laughs> Keep doing that. We just talk about things that, that it's kind of an expectation rolling to. I, I tuned in on Wednesday and went, it's got to start with Adam Cole going berserk. Yep. Because his girl got, got caned in the middle of the ring and Jericho helped make it happen. He's going to beat his butt until all over that arena. You know, kick it off. It, it, you just kind of see it go on throughout the entire night. But when it didn't, I kind of like, I almost forgot about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like sometimes some of these storylines happen is they happen and you get excited and then nothing ever happens with them again. Or mm-hmm. it doesn't happen again for a couple weeks. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, that's right. Something did happen with that, right? This is this is that storyline I don't want to go away. Yep. Because yep. this one is really good. I will say that there was a great addition to the roster as he made the save for Adam during uh, during that segment when they did three quarters of the way through the, the episode. And that was Roderick Strong running to the ring. He was one-fourth of the Undisputed Era in NXT with Adam Cole at the helm there. My hope is there's a reunion with all of these guys in AEW coming up soon. I know that O'Reilly is hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Bobby Fish, I think, had some issues with Tony or with management or with some people there, and he's back on the indie scene. So mm-hmm. I don't think that that is a, is a deal there, but it would be nice to see all of those guys in that ring together and so hope that happens biggest challenge for the tbs champion jade cargill happened when uh, uh taya valkyrie uh with taya snapping at the end of the match even attacking the ref aubrey edwards and as of now jade has the longest reign of any champion in aew history i know they're only like three four years old but man her having that title for as long as she has, she looks unstoppable and she appears to be unstoppable as well. I'm excited to see what they do with her as well. Uh, we got to jump here to MJF and Sammy. They become buddy buddy, and this seems super weird. Did that seem weird to you? It it did. Uh, it, yeah. It's not that I don't like it, but no, it's, uh, I agree. But but, but it it did kind of come out of left field, and so uh, so kind of wait, kind of waiting with my. Uh, with my eyes squinted to see to see where we're going with it. <laughs> with a little old school heel move, MJF and Sammy uh, ended up screwing Darby out of challenging for the title at Double or Nothing. However, there's a tag match next week with Darby and Jungle Boy teaming up versus MJF and Sammy. And if Darby and JV win, the match at Double or Nothing becomes a four-way match, which we all know this is what's going to happen. It's mm-hmm. where it's headed, and it's what the audience wanted from the very beginning. Um, I mean, I think seeing three other guys whoop up on MJF any day is worth the price of admission. Yep. Absolutely. All about that. Wembley Stadium update. I've got something on this real quick. The seating configuration that they released this week. uh, Easy for me to say. Seating configuration. (laughs) It looks as though they're going to try and fill the entire stadium. They're not blocking anything off. They don't have anything set up for a staging, anything like that. I really think we'll know more about how well this could do for them coming up on Tuesday because that's when the pre-sale for All In starts. And if they sell out at pre-sale, or at least get it, they had, what, 45,000 people already signed up to get the email 
to go do the presale. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean everybody's going to buy a ticket, mm-hmm. but it's definitely some interest there. And all those people bought tickets, they would fill the place up already. So it's a bold to seeing what happens with that next week. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see if it plays out. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see. I'm like, I want them to do it. I think it would Man, be a huge, too. huge milestone for them. I think the the electricity in that place. Um, I, I really hope they do. I'm I'm rooting for them. So, two nights of WrestleMania setting a uh, big big records there. Uh, SummerSlam doing thirty thousand uh, tickets for the on sale public on sale. Uh, seeing AEW hopefully fill up Wembley Stadium. All of this is good for something that. If you're watching or listening to this right now, all of us care about, and that is that professional wrestling is doing well. Yep. And uh, you know when uh, when what is it, the tides rise, all all ships rise mm-hmm. to rise yep. with it. So I'm excited to see what happens there. Uh, take a quick break here to say a big shout out to Athletic Greens for being a sponsor of this week's podcast. Athletic Greens is the best way I've found to get all my daily vitamins in every single day one scoop of ag1 and just about 10 ounces of water and you are set Uh, doing that helps promote excellent gut health prebiotics and probiotics and plant-based enzymes bolster your gut health and it supports immunity as well with your full dose of vitamin c zinc functional mushrooms and a whole lot more plus magnesium and b vitamins support sustained energy throughout your day as well you can get an amazing deal on ag1 right now by heading over to wrestlechatpodcast.com slash ag1 you can see it on the screen right now moms are amazing at tracking down hard to find items library books socks you name it but sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com. Get a huge discount on a 30-day supply of AG1 plus a free canister, a shaker, vitamin D drops, and five free travel packs to take with you when you're on the go. Find out more about Athletic Greens and get this great deal exclusively from the WrestleChat Podcast. WrestleChatPodcast.com slash AG1. Check that out today. Before we hit the main event, I want to share some of your thoughts on last week's episode. We say the chat is not complete without you chiming in as well, and we mean that. JB said, uh, this was, we were talking about the topic here, was um, that the angle on AEW with Adam Cole and the Jericho Appreciation Society may be the best story they have going right now. JB says, that was leg shackles that they used instead of handcuffs. Okay, so it looked real phony and that Adam was just holding on to the rope. It didn't look legit at all. If you nitpick it, absolutely. I agree with that. If you nitpick it, I noticed that he had his hand on the rope while they were handcuffing, which he could have not held on to the rope. Sure. Uh, Do I think it took away from the whole thing? I don't. Do you? Don't tell me Peter Pan can't actually fly. Okay. Okay. Just don't show me the green screen, right? Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. With all respect intended, Mm -hmm. I got to pay a mortgage. I got to pay credit card bills. I got to deal with my four kids. I want an hour, two hours, whatever show I'm watching. Let me dream. (laughs) Just let me dream. 
and 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 I'll I'll be happier for it when it's all said and done if you just let me dream. Luis Javier Rubio said angle is good but execution is awful. I don't agree with that one either. I, d- I didn't agree that it was awful. Could it have been done better? Absolutely. But guys, this is live TV. It's in the moment. Think about going out there and doing something live where you've got to be upset and they've got to be upset and you've got to get everything right all in one shot. Listen, just turn it on and enjoy it. It's fun. I appreciate you guys chiming in. And I hope you'll do that here on this podcast as well. Let us know what you think about all the topics we are talking about. And we're getting to the big one right now. It is time for the main event. Last night, SmackDown, live from Corpus Christi, Texas. It's night number one of the WWE Draft. There were a few matches. The only one we can really talk about. Let's talk about the match first. Because uh, the big one, the tag team match Based on what happened and what you thought would happen, how did they go to did they go together well or did they did it meet your expectations? What did it leave you wanting more? Did it leave you satisfied? Did it where did it leave you at the end of that match? So, uh, like with a lot uh, of things that I talk about on here, um, I, I'm I'm rarely at a place where I'm disgusted by by anything yes. in wrestling. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, I love wrestling. I always find um, a lot of great things in whatever whatever it is. Uh, but the best thing that I love about th- uh, this match is I don't know what they're doing, and that's awesome. And and I expected you know certain things to happen. Um, I I don't know if I know what I expected at the same time. Uh, you know I, I I don't know. All I all I all I can say is. I was very happy with it, and with this uh, conversations between Paul and Solo, and and now the the Usos being in the doghouse, and I, I'm I'm very 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 intrigued because you know in professional wrestling we have had moments where factions will turn on each other, and that's fine, but not as often have we seen this Godfather esque character that that is making decisions not out of selfish ambition but out of honor and and you know are you the warrior that I need you to be and so I love the vibe of 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 what the bloodline is and so to add this extra layer where there's tension amongst them but it's not Triple H and Batista or Triple H and Randy Orton fighting over a title or whatever it's it's the is there honor among thieves type stuff and so um very very uh very very entertained by what's going on with it i don't know where it's going though but it did meet my expectations even though i have no idea what those expectations were i'm right there with you because i honestly thought because of the title the 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 heavyweight title the new world title um I thought that they would do something with these titles. And I thought, well, okay, they're going to do some some swerving and something's going to happen that one one set of title go, goes to the the Usos. The other set stays with with uh, Sammy and with Kevin. That didn't happen. I thought, man, oh, here we go. Solo's coming out. He's going to do something that's going to cost one team or the other the titles. And, mm-hmm. well, that didn't happen because I didn't even – I did not even know that Matt Riddle was there. He didn't show up when they talked about him being drafted. And then he pops out to beat up 
Solo Sokoa and they end up in the back. That none of I didn't see any piece of this happening the way that it happened. But you do at the end of it, you do have uh, undisputed tag champions with it looks like no other rematch in the books as of right now that is Kevin and Sammy. And so I'm excited to see where they take this. Plus, you got uh, if we jump into the to the draft here, round one, the very first pick is Roman. But it's not just Roman. It was Solo and Paul Heyman, but not the Usos. Yep. What did that say to you when that happened? You know, I, I was I was trying to process it because you yeah. have the opportunity to take the bloodline since they're an established organization within the universe. Yep. And so um, it it is interesting. And it's even more interesting, you know, all over the Internet. People are like, we need authority figures. We need authority figures. We need this. We need that. I don't mind authority figures. I don't dislike authority figures. But the ominousness of ominousnessnessness of these decisions <laughs> make it even more fun. And and so yeah. you do get to wonder, man, who who in that back room that probably nobody's in, but there's a sign on the door. How did how did how did <laughs> <It's a broom laughs> closet? Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, who decided not to take the Usos and and what kind of right. uh, vendetta they got out against them? You know what I'm saying? So was um, it Roman? Maybe. Only Roman didn't want them. They weren't champs. You're not going to be here. I've got my enforcer. I don't need you guys. Yep. yep. Oh, I, I, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot going on. And so uh, I'm very intrigued by it. I think there's lots of story to still tell in the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is mysterious. Mysterious indeed. Speaking of stories, it looks like the story, as of right now, at least for the foreseeable future, the story's over with Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. Because Cody... Goes to Raw. Very next pick, Cody Rhodes goes to Raw. And the very first thought, I was like, so I guess that's, is that just over? Now, with the way they've played everything else, it doesn't mean that it's over. It just means it's over for now. Is that your pick for the world champ? Since we know that's where it's going to be going. I don't want it to be my pick. Yeah, I um, don't either. I I have not lost faith in Hunter. Because I think he knows how to tell stories. I he he cares about the business. Um, I don't think this is a fly by night decision. Um, I'm also not saying that we're going to see Cody and Roman again, but I, I feel like there's a purpose. Um, I it is not my first choice to see Cody win the world heavyweight championship um, because it would feel a little bit like a consolation prize. Yeah. Um, yeah. In this scenario. Um, it wouldn't feel that way if he was not the inaugural champion. Um, you know, if he gets it a little bit later on down the road, maybe after this stuff with Brock Lesnar or something like that, I think it would be fine. Um, but it it does it 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 wasn't my favorite thing. But I also have not lost faith or trust that we're going somewhere. And so um, there's a lot of possibilities on the board. There's a lot of things that can happen, and. Uh, We'll see. <laughs> we had a weird moment last year with the the women's champions switching places, mm-hmm. switching brands, I should say. And that was with Becky on one brand and Charlotte on the other. Mm-hmm. They both got drafted by the opposite show and they had to swap titles. Mm-hmm. They've kind of started that this year 
with the Raw Women's Champ, Bianca Belair, being drafted to SmackDown. She even said in her video that she was excited to be the SmackDown Women's Champ. Honey, there already is a SmackDown Women's Champ. Yep. And I don't think she's just walking into the ring and taking your title and handing her yours. Right. Rhea Ripley came out and uh, will try to decimate Selena Vega, but... Um, you you see how brutal and how how uh, vicious she is. She just got her hands on that title. She's not just trading straps with the other girl. Now she still hasn't been drafted yet. So we don't know where she's going. So it could be uh, it could be interesting when it comes to the women's championships. Uh, and I would and not want to have to. I would not want to have to have a tension-filled conversation with Rhea Ripley I can tell you that right now ever um, over this or anything else yeah I uh yeah. that that is a a a scary a scary woman and so uh you know uh yes mommy no mommy thank you mommy <laughs> that, that's yes, exactly. that's exactly what it is well, Becky Lynch is uh, uh, staying on Raw, which would lead one to think that that means where uh, that's where Seth Rollins will go as well, because mm-hmm. of just by happenstance, because they're married, they have a kid, uh, don't see them being split up, and that being off off screen with all of that too. That was all in round one. There's a lot of story just in round one that can be told from everything they did there. Let's move on to round two. Mm-hmm. SmackDown gets. The Street Profits, which interesting is that, uh, you know, the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, married to one of the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was cool to see that they are over there. But that means that Raw, or not, that doesn't mean that. The next pick means that Raw is getting the Intercontinental Champion. Yep. Imperium gets drafted. What do you think about the Intercontinental title moving over to Raw? Um, I'm not upset about it. Uh, you know, yeah. it's... You you usually see um, you know a couple mid card titles on on yeah. uh, each show. Totally fine. Uh, I expected uh, you know championships to to, to drift shows. Um, as much as I love Gunter and all of the amazing things that he's doing, we talked about his stuff from uh, WrestleMania. Um, absolutely love him, but yeah. I, I, that wasn't the focus of that that pick for me uh, because the Imperium guys. Um, I'd really love to see them step into the tag picture and, mm. uh, and, and maybe get some, uh, some tag gold, wait, uh, tag silver. I don't know. Either way, uh, I'd like zinc to see alloy, I zinc, believe is what they call zinc it. Alloy. The, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I'd love to see them get into the tag picture yeah. and, and do some stuff with, with Gunter kind of leading that up. And so, um, love Gunter. Don't want to take any attention away from him, but the Imperium tag team, that's where the. That's where uh, where we need to watch right now. Your favorite barefoot wrestler, Matt Riddle, was uh, drafted to to Raw. What I did think was interesting. So you've got Street Profits. They stayed together, and they went to SmackDown. Imperium, they all stayed together as a group. They went to Raw. Matt Riddle has talked a lot about his, his former uh, tag partner being um, Randy Orton. And, but they didn't say anything about him, and they didn't say that Randy would go with Matt either, even though he is on the shelf at the moment. Um, do you think that means anything for Randy when he comes back? Or I think they've left a lot of these guys who are currently injured, uh, kind of on injured reserve, and they're waiting to put them, kind of being free agents, mm-hmm. to put them where they would fit in and storyline would fit in as well. 
Yeah, um, Randy is a is a special situation in the context of other people that are on the shelf. When Randy comes back, it starts the clock for his end game, and yeah. I would not be surprised yeah. if we put him back in the title picture for his one last run um, before he he hangs it up, leaves the boots in the ring, and uh, and so. Uh, I think his is a special case. I think we are moving on uh, from Matt Riddle, Randy Orton, RK Bro, um, just because we unfortunately had to let the momentum subside. That that's would be a hard thing to organically get over again uh, with the unique pairing that it was. So I think we're done with RK Bro because um, I think when Randy comes back, uh, he's going to be taking a, a main event spot uh, to to get some stuff done before before the clock runs out. They had four rounds. Uh, of draft picks on Friday night. They uh, have more from rounds coming up that are happening right now, and we will update those uh, over on the website, WrestleChatPodcast.com, as those become available. Moving on to round three, there's a lot of meat on the bone in round three here because Bobby Lashley moving over to SmackDown. I'll address him in just a second, but Drew McIntyre, the dude that we're not even sure that he actually has a contract with WWE, blacked out his Twitter, has nothing about WWE on there, drafted to Raw, and they made it very apparent. Uh, Also, SmackDown getting the OC, and we got to see the return of AJ Styles on Friday night. Didn't hate that at all, and you're a big fan of this group too, aren't you? I am. Uh, You know, I'm not as educated in the uh the background of bullet club oc the whole uh, japan movement but uh this group um has so much talent and potential and then to see minchin come in is it is it minchin uh minchin come in minchin sure she's had a couple names and sometimes they'll call her one name with a different name on the screen so whatever you want to call her is fine with me yeah probably fine with her too she's uh (laughs) she's uh, a very talented uh, uh, wrestler, um, but does still have uh, some areas that could be improved. Yeah. And so you're in a group where you're not only just taking up the the traditional or stereotypical valet spot. Uh, I'll call her Maya Yim for now, but Maya Yim uh, just in in a great position to be repackaged in the OC. To be a main event player in the picture of the women's title, um, if we need that, and so um, really excited. I'm hoping they've teased us before with some Bullet Club stuff, with some OC stuff, but now that uh, you know uh, AJ Styles, uh, Gallows, uh, Anderson, they kind of kept playing revolving doors with each other uh, there for a couple of years. Um, now that they're all together. I want to see the OC push because I think there's a lot, a lot that could happen there. I think it could, I think it could happen. And that was a nice interaction with them and, uh, and the, uh, the group from uh, the Viking Raiders. That was, uh, that was fun to see big men fighting in the ring is, is yep. a lot of, uh, a lot of fun. Cause they hit hard. Uh, yep. Miz speaking of someone who doesn't hit hard, Miz <laughs> <laughs> over on raw. I want to move back up to Bobby Lashley though, because right now he is in a three-way match for the U S title mm-hmm. over on, uh, or coming up on backlash. Uh, what I think is interesting. He's moving from raw to SmackDown and we have the intercontinental title moving from SmackDown to raw. I wonder if this is not a little a little teaser or a little maybe even a, a little show spoiler. Mm-hmm. Is Bobby going to take home the U.S. title 
and take it over to SmackDown. It's definitely possible. Um, I, I think for, for the, 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 those of us that pay attention that, um, that it could be that, but yeah. I'm, uh, I'm also entering such a, uh, such a whimsical season of wrestling that I, I would hope and, and think that it's not so simple. So, uh, so, uh, I think that would be great. I think Bobby's a great champion. He's got the look, um, got the skills. Um, yeah. but we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, round four. Let's hit these real quick. SmackDown gets Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. I honestly thought this group was done with. Damage Control, are they just going to try to package them up and put them on a different show and give them a new storyline? Do they have potential? Maybe. I just think what it is is that Bailey and the other two girls aren't meshing together as a group, at least in in my view. Yeah, um, unfortunately... Uh, the expiration date on most food doesn't stop me from eating it. And so apparently uh, behind the scenes in the office, that's the same vibe. But uh, I don't I don't dislike any of the three of them, but it's it's been a struggle to for them to establish who they are as an identity uh, as a as a group. And so right now we're kind of relying on this mean girls vibe and yeah. and it just doesn't work. And so, um, you know, Bailey as the the child friendly um, hug pers- hug persona was better than this. I mean, I love heel I Bailey. I love some of the work she's done over the last couple of years. Um, but we've got to get out of this uh, easy to fall into rut of Mean Girls and and establish some some credibility amongst the group as as people to be dealt with. I think this group peaked. When they debuted at <laughs> SummerSlam last year, I think that was the peak of them. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura going to Raw and entered right into a storyline with Karrion Cross. I'm excited to see that shape into something because Karrion Cross desperately needs something. So look forward to seeing. Which I would guess now that we already would already assume that he will be going to Raw as well. Kyrian will be going to, to Raw as well. Uh, SmackDown getting uh, the NXT Women's Tag Team Champs, Alba Fry and Isla Dawn. I'll be honest, I watch uh, NXT sparingly. I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep up with some of the big storylines there. I did not know who they were. I'd seen a couple of things from them, but when they said their names, I was like, mm, I don't remember who they were. And when I saw them, I was like, okay, that's right. But I do know who the women's NXT champ is. Indy Hartwell, she might be one of the best wrestlers in professional wrestling right now, and I was excited to see her called up. She looked excited and shocked, and, and you know, you and I texting, you made mention that clearly none of the NXT crew knew if and when they were going anywhere, but I think because she's hurt, she was in a boot, that she might have even been more shocked yep. uh, that she got called up to Raw. Absolutely, and uh, just Indy is just so impressive in in everything she that she does, and and I, I, we would like to think that everything is a big grand master plan that set out weeks in advance. You know, in the in the fun and and the respect uh, that happens behind the scenes between talent and talent, or talent and office, or whatever. Part of me wonders if she wasn't going to get called up until she finished the match the other day, uh, more or less with a broken foot. And, and I think there's so much respect that was earned from that, whether it was planned or not, 
either it made it happen or it completely solidified the decision with her finishing matches, you know, incredibly injured like, like she was. And so um, just super impressive. I would love to see just the rocket strapped to her and, and take her to the moon. And so, um, but yeah, I, I, I firmly believe none of them NXT guys knew that it was happening. Um, there's a live feed down there for a reason, and I think they used it. And I, it was a really cool moment to be a part of. You notice it was the only one, too. You didn't see any of the SmackDown or Raw locker rooms. Uh, you just saw the NXT. So that was a special moment for all of those uh, guys and girls down there. Those are the first four rounds that were on SmackDown. Of course, right now there are more supplemental uh, drafts going on at the moment. And we'll keep you updated on WrestleChatPodcast.com. What do you hope to see coming up on night number two on Monday from Fort Worth on Raw? Uh you know, I want I want to see um, in the midst of this draft. I would love to see some storylines come out real strong um, yeah. on the next show, just because we didn't get that after Mania, uh, which we found out was leading up to the draft. So sure. I would love uh, to to see some storylines really uh, leaned into. Um, I don't I don't really have any major dreams or ambitions in terms of the drafting that would take place. I'm really happy with how everything fell last night. And um, I, I think there's a lot of very, very wise decisions being made. Um, and uh, I, I think we're entering a really, really great season of wrestling. And so for Monday night, I want to see the formation of some storylines and I want them t- to just ride this wave of good decisions that, that they started making last night couldn't agree more i hope something comes out if it's not in the draft on monday i hope we see something soon about what's next for roman reigns since it doesn't look like it's going to be cody uh cody being on raw and even even uh triple h saying wherever roman reigns ends up he said this before the draft wherever he ends up is where he will go and where he will stay mm-hmm he made a very important point and then whoever or whichever brand he was on the other brand would get the brand new world title so there's going to be a good story i think shape up out of uh who's competing for the world title on raw and where that goes but what's next for roman as well i think that whole that it it never ceases to amaze me that just about the time that i think i have some of the bloodline storyline uh figured out it grows 10 more roots yep. and goes so many other directions and is so deep. I'm excited to see what happens uh, there as well with the, with the, with the Usos, with Solo, with, with that entire storyline. Because for some reason, it doesn't feel like things are truly done with Sammy and Kevin either. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this week or next week or even a month from now, but I feel like they're going to bring that back up at some point. And uh, and try to um, uh, try to find some finality there, or, and maybe or maybe start up a new fire out mm-hmm. of it all. Uh, had a lot of fun talking about all this this week. Next week on this show, we'll talk about what happened on Raw, and we'll recap uh, some of the night number two draft picks, what those mean for those players, and what storylines come out of that. Because I think a lot of things will really start to take shape when Monday ends. Because remember, Monday 
is three hours. Get an extra hour of a draft yep. uh, right there. And so maybe they take some of that time to start setting some other stuff up. And who else is going to be pulled up from Florida uh, at NXT? Mm-hmm. Who's going to come up to the uh, the big leagues and play in SmackDown or Raw? We'll find out. We'll share our opinions. And we'll look forward to reading yours as well. And so make sure you chime in on what you thought about uh, round one or night one of the, uh, the draft. And uh, let us know what you think is going to happen for night number two. Uh, just go down in the comments. Either If you're listening, you can do it there. If you're watching, you can do it there as well. And uh, if you've enjoyed any of this, I hope you'll subscribe and you'll join us each week, every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Wrestle Chat Podcast. That's going to do it for this week. Michael, thank you for being here, bud. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. You bet. We'll see you guys next week on the Wrestle Chat Podcast. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.